Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on and so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners, can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash drink. That's rosettastone.com slash drink. Are you, are you okay? Do you need help? Eva, can you help? Can you close the, put the cork in the bottle? Thank you, Eva. Oh, wow. I was kidding, but it's actually happening right now. Eva's doing it. Eva does. I got it. Eva does things for us that we don't deserve um <laughs> that's fine oh eva you're fired oh, no. yeah what the hell <laughs> eva you're being timed how bad do you want the job oh, oh okay she, she wins you're fine. you're in you're still in yeah you're but now in. i want more wine so we'll do it to... no don't. Okay. don't take it out <laughs> take it out with your teeth like a pirate eva go <laughs> uh. Guys, welcome to episode 65. All right. 65, that's a lot. And that's not even including the listeners' episodes. That's bananas. That means we're very close to 100. Oh, total, yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. This episode is sponsored by Chloe Mays. Sup, Chloe Mays? She's been a Patreon donor since October. October! The month of Halloween. Wow. What else happens then? It's um, you get birthday. married. Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, we... And I get married. <laughs> okay. And it's Allison's birthday. Yeah. Each of us have a Allison, opposite, you heard me say that before Christine, right? Opposite life event happening. Um, so thank you, Chloe, for supporting us. This is a big episode because I have a lot to say. <laughs> Guys, some of you really like our long episodes. Some of you really don't like it. But buckle up regardless. Just I hope you're on a road trip. It's all on brand. I hope you have a really long day ahead of you at work and you just need something to listen to and you're hoping that this will be a little longer than usual grab a mr pib and a snickers bar hashtag ad fuel (laughs) no ad no ad just grab it and fuel up um i have a lot to say christine has a lot to say especially because a lot of things have happened that are very topical emotions are running very high Poor Eva has already heard us almost talk about it multiple times and tonight. Poor Eva wants to talk about it. And I'm like, no, no, I can't talk about it until we start recording. Eva has uh, is starting to learn that one of the things that Christine and I do is we intentionally don't share any <laughs> personal or important or information topical. with each other because we know to just save it for the show. Uh-huh. And poor Eva is like, do you want to talk about X, Y and Z? And we were like, we can't. We can't. We were just we just have to have surface conversation until we're done with our tacos and then go upstairs and record. <laughs> we're martyrs. We're yeah. Actually, Eva, just get ready alongside everyone else. We're martyrs for the cause. Uh, <laughs> also, if you're listening to this backwards, like a lot of people do, Eva, they're like, who the hell is Eva? 
Yeah. First of all, rude. First of all, you've got 64 other episodes to listen to is what you got to do. Catch the fuck up. Catch the fuck up. Eva is our wonderful assistant who does things like put corks in our wine bottles when they're not empty yet. <laughs> also, I just watched Christine use a lesbian coloring book as a mouse pad, and we're not even going to talk about it, I guess. What, I just wanted to bring it to what, the attention what, of everyone. What, what, what is there to talk about? Okay, anyway, let's just move on. I know you want to talk about it. I know you're itching. I see you moving. I'm twitching. Here's the thing. <sighs> Here's the thing. Let's let's do a table of contents for what's about to happen. Okay. Because we got a lot of things to cover. Let's go. All on brand, guys. All on brand. I'm not making shit up. One. One. Christine got a cat. Oh, that's number one. No, I'm just making sure that we don't forget. Oh, sure. Okay. One. Christine got a cat. Yes. Two. Christine went to Alcatraz. Yes. Three. Eurons. Eurons. Golden State Killer. Also, I have things to say, too, but I guess they're not as important. This is a very Christine-based... No, 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 no. What are your things? No, you're not going to care. What? I do care. The Avengers comes out tonight, and I'm missing it for this show, which I hope everyone knows after 10 years of waiting for this movie, and I'm here right now. I hope you know how important the show is. I think Eva's also missing it. Eva, Uh are you a Marvel fan? Oh, my fucking God. You're hired all over again. Are you guys going to leave me? (laughs) Oh, my God. Wait. Shit, she's missing it. Eva. For this? We have so much to talk about. This is not good. Oh my gosh, we're gonna have to record our own Marvel episode. Let's, okay, Christine, you have the floor. Well, now I feel like... I will say, okay, let me just have two minutes and then you can do all of your stuff. Okay, go, 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 go. Okay, I have waited my entire life for Infinity War. It comes out tonight. It is Thursday night. I'm seeing it tomorrow. Why didn't you tell me? We would have moved it. Because... You know I don't pay attention to that. Because Allison also told me that we had to go see it on Friday. Oh, okay, so it's not just my fault. I just want to blame it on you. And so I'm not seeing it until Friday. I'm uh-huh. not seeing it until tomorrow. And I got the tickets like a month ago. So we've got center front row seats. I'm so excited. Not front, front row. Not front row. It's like, a you're doing figure. it wrong. And uh, I'm very excited, although I'm very scared, because if they're going to do it based on how the comic books go, I'm not going to like what I see. But I'm very excited. And I have a theory. I haven't seen it yet, but I have a theory uh-huh. that my favorite concept in the world, time travel, is involved, and they are <laughs> going to go back to the first movie when they first became the Avengers. Eva, what are your thoughts? Eva, here's the microphone. Speak into it as closely as possible. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> famous, <laughs> famous words. We need to get our own microphone. She has a lot to contribute. To and this. I'm not saying that because I read a script or... I mean, I do work at the place where we made everything, but I don't know any more than anyone else does. They've been very hush Oh, true. So you haven't read it. I don't know. I've just been have. Now, here's the question. If you had gotten access, would you have read it in advance or would you have been like, I don't want spoilers? I would have liked to be able to trust myself to not read it, but I would have. You would have done it. I would have done it and hated myself afterwards. You would have been like, no, I shouldn't read it. And then you would have read it. Oh, I will say. I will say. Um, I'm not allowed to post a picture yet, but I requested at work that I could do it on my birthday as my birthday gift from the office. But I, I can't post the picture until after the movie comes out. So I have to do it after May 4th anyway, or April 27th. What? Um, I got to I got to wear the Infinity Gauntlet at work, which I know you don't know what that is. It's very important. Look at her. I it's don't very important. Understand. It's very important. Just please pretend you're very excited. Wow. It's Holy like, smokes. It's like, you know how Captain America has a shield and Thor has his mill owner and all that? Yeah, I do. Okay. The Infinity Gauntlet is like the biggest, it's the Infinity War and the Infinity Gauntlet but, has but all the Infinity what's Stones. What's a gauntlet? What it's is a that? glove. Oh, uh, I thought a gauntlet was like a, like a, like an activity a, of, act, 
like of physical strength. Well, they're certainly going to have a lot of physical activity physical in this movie. Feats, so you know? you're not wrong. I thought like if you go through a gauntlet, you're like going through physical feats. Oh, okay. I don't know anything. You're really nitpicking something that's. I don't know what a gauntlet Eva, is. I wore the Infinity Gauntlet, and it glows and everything. Is it a, a, a sword, a glove? Like what? It's is a glove. It? It's a glove. It's a glove. Wow. It's very cool, and I got to touch the one. I got to touch the one. That's pretty dope. Anyway, I'm going to see it on screen tomorrow. I'm going to cry. I've already told everyone. You're going to cry? Oh, at least three times. I've I've never, already... Have I seen you cry before? You've seen me cry, but you haven't seen me weep, <laughs> which Allison is going to see. And I've already Jesus. warned her, because at the beginning of every Marvel movie, they always have like that intro sequence where the Marvel like title up, shows up, and it's made out of comic books. You right, sure, 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 yes. When they show that with the Infinity War music in the background, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. And I've already told Allison, I don't care what she sees and she can't judge me for it. <laughs> and like she cannot like and also let's all have like a three second moment of silence for Allison because she has been the best girlfriend. She has watched mm. 18 movies. Well, was one of them the one? Did you buy one on our TV? Yeah, I need to Venmo you. You need to Venmo my brother because he's like, why are you watching Spider-Man? I thought you were in San Francisco. Yeah, I was. I also babysat Geo this weekend and then we bought it. And then after we bought it, we were like, oh, this isn't our Amazon account. <laughs> yeah, OK, I owe him money. Whoops. But anyway, we watched all 18. Allison watched all 18. She knows everything. She's entirely prepped for the Infinity War tomorrow. Christ. And she's the world's best girlfriend. Wow. Anyway, that was my whole thing. That was longer than two minutes. I bet yours is going to be longer than two minutes. Yeah, but you told me I got... You got two minutes. Eva, edit it to two minutes. <laughs> okay, go, Christine. Okay, I appreciate your passion. Thank you. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about it in whatever order you want. Fucking Golden State Killer. Here it is. Was caught this morning. Yesterday. Caught. Morning. Like. Like actually caught. Literally. Like after like over 40 years of waiting for him to get caught. Captured. What episode did we talk about him on? 48. <clears throat> if you would like to travel back to 48 where we did not know the future. We did not. And I said, he probably won't ever get caught. I and said, now here it, it is. Bananas. Um, so weird because I have been. So I've been reading Michelle McNamara's book. Um, I'll be gone in the dark. Who's Patton Oswalt's wife. I mentioned it briefly on our episode, but I wasn't really like fully in it yet. So I didn't right. really understand like the impact of that book, but. So her book, she passed away before it was published. So then it was posthumously published by her friends and Patton Oswalt and some researchers. And I had started reading it and I was about a third of the way through and I was reading it one night and I fell asleep. I woke up the next morning, literally like six hours after I would put the book down and he was fucking caught. And it was the most like surreal. And what's the, just in case people don't know, what's the book about? Oh, so it's about her research into the Golden State Killer, a.k.a. Eurons, a.k.a. Easter Area Rapist slash original Night Stalker. And she has been, she passed away, but she had been uh, tracking him and researching him and doing her own. She has a, had a website called True Crime Diary and was a true crime, you know, researcher and journalist. And she wrote this book, was working on this book, um... And it's incredible. It's terrifying. And it's a really well done account of just everything that he did during the 40 fucking rapes and 12 kills and insane. And um, just like theories as to like why he hasn't been caught, who he is. And at the end of the book, 
she theorizes that she's like, a lot of people think that he died because um, his sort of like reign of terror just suddenly ended very abruptly. And she basically theorized in her book, like, I know you're alive and I don't believe you're dead and I don't believe you went to jail. Like, I know you're out there and you're going to be caught. And she passed away. So it was like really emotional. Wow. They actually caught him and it was like, she's not here. She was right. I know that right. And she's not here for it. So Patton Oswalt posted like, this is the definition of bittersweet. Like she did it. And also like, she can't be here for it anyway. So I've cried a lot today, but it was crazy. And I know a lot of, so like case file is one of my favorite podcasts and they did a five part episode on the, on the golden state killer back in the day which is like the most thorough episode I've ever, or thorough podcast I've ever listened to about him. Uh, we covered it obviously in episode 48, but I don't want to pretend like I <laughs> like right. knew what the, fu- I mean, I, hindsight is a very powerful thing. Yeah. And I covered it and it's just amazing. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah, I remember researching all this, but now it's just so like in the forefront that I can't pretend to know how like, we'll have to do like a, an analysis episode or yeah, something. Or I was like, thinking that. You look it back at, like, the original notes, and it's like, oh, well, this was happening, and this, this, and this. Totally. You I know? was thinking that, too, because, like, a lot of people tweeted us, like, I was listening to your episode, and then, like, knowing what we know now and putting it on top of it is such a weird layer. Crazy. Yeah. Um. So he... Anyway, if you haven't listened to it yet, or if you have, just sum up um, Golden State Killer, he, uh, in the... 60s to the 80s i think early 70s to 80s oh yeah early 70s to 86 <clears throat> raped at least 50 women terrorized towns in across california up and down california murdered at least a dozen people um just like traumatized yeah it wasn't towns. just raping them it was coming back into their lives in the future and Making sure that they didn't forget like, him. I, like, who could, but... Psychological torture. Like, yeah. just really, really bad. And just then vanished. Um, and I know, like, so My Favorite Murder did a kind of, like... As it was happening, they just released an episode the day of... I know a lot of podcasts are going to be talking about this, but I just kind of wanted to update anybody who maybe doesn't listen to those episodes or whatever. Um, and I don't know how much you know about all this. I know our episode... Oh, okay. And then, I mean, I, I, like, watched the conference yesterday at noon. Yeah, the press conference. Um, although I did watch it uh, at my lunch break, so I didn't get to watch the whole thing. I was, like, slowly catching up. It was pretty up. short, anyway. I feel like it wasn't as, like, illuminating, I guess, as many people had hoped. But since then, a lot more information has come out. So I'm just going to kind of, like, sum up what happened. So, uh, Golden State Killer was at large for four, over 40 years. Uh, a lot of people theorized that he had died. Um, nobody really knew where he had gone, whether he had gone to jail or what. Yesterday, they finally caught him. It was like a shock to everyone, even people who had worked the case for decades, because a lot of people had just assumed it would never happen. That like, would... at least by this point, he was dead. Some, yeah. A lot of people assumed. Yeah, exactly. At the, very, <clears throat> at the best that he was dead at the worst it would just they would just never figure it out Mm -hmm. um and it was one of the he was like the most prolific cold case in the history of america like it was no fucking joke so his name is joseph james d'angelo um they found him in citrus heights california he is 72 years old 
So it turns out he served in Vietnam for 22 months. He graduated with honors from Sacramento State with a degree in criminal justice and then joined the Auburn Police Force. So he was actually a police officer. Um, he had been... So he was actually a police officer for all but one of the East Area rapist attacks. So every single one but one he committed while he was a working police officer. He was dismissed from the police force on August 29th, 1979 for shoplifting a can of dog repellent and a hammer from a Sacramento drugstore. Great. Not sketchy things at all. It actually reminds me of um, Robert Durst. Yeah, Robert Durst, who also was fucking he, like stole a band aid, a like, sandwich, and a band aid. The fuck down. That was one of our early episodes too. <clears throat> Episode two, guys. It was, huh? The band aid. Yeah. So shoplifting for no reason other than like I guess the thrill or yeah, maybe hiding the brand or whatever. You know, whatever reason you have to shoplift. But um, so he was dismissed after shoplifting and that's actually when his crimes shifted from East Area Rapist down to Southern California where he began murdering his victims so it escalated so he not only was dismissed from the um, police force and moved to a new county he also escalated his crimes and started murdering his victims so after he committed 12 murders at least uh, then he just suddenly stopped and the murders ended and he spent the rest of his life until retirement working at Save Mart supermarkets for almost 30 years. Uh, he retired this year. Um, oh, God. He actually was working. His job was, this is so bananas. I saw this on Reddit. His job was across the street from the FBI headquarters in Sacramento. Oh, my God. So if you look at Google Maps, it's like FBI headquarters. And then this, the distribution center that he worked at was de- like across the street, which is just nuts. The whole time he was across this fucking For street. 30 years he worked there. Hiding in plain sight. Hiding in plain sight. For real. Uh, so basically, the Sacramento County Sheriff Scott Jones said the task force had been conducting surveillance on him, on D'Angelo, uh, for several days. And they retrieved his DNA from a discarded item like a soda can or something in his trash. Um, then they they at first didn't say like how they came to suspect him. Um, and today it came out that they actually used like Ancestry.com or 23andMe, one of the Ancestry like DNA sites. And a family member had like submitted their DNA for Ancestry testing and they had been able to look at the family tree and track down relatives who fit the profile. And they were able to find him as someone who was born in the right time period, lived in the right area. And that's how they basically pinned him down. Wow. Yeah. So it was like through one of these. Who would have thought? Like DNA, family lineage sites. Exactly. One of those like ancestry sites. And they haven't confirmed which one it was, but they have said that that's how they were able to initially zero in on him they also said that the way so the way that in the press conferences they said it had been six days that they had been like plotting this capture or this arrest um they decided to wait until uh d'angelo left his house 
and a lot of people theorize that it was because you know, if you swarm in on someone while they're in their house and they're older and they they know they're guilty, mm-hmm. they might commit suicide on the spot to evade capture. Right. So instead of swarming in on him, they waited really patiently several hours before he was arrested. He was seen in his garage working on his boat, just kind of like puttering around his house. And eventually he went outside uh, and... Hold on, I have a quote here. Um, He went outside and he was arrested. (laughs) And um, as the FBI and law enforcement was arresting him, he said that he had a roast in the oven and the FBI said, we'll take care of it (laughs) and took him into custody. Uh, (laughs) Just like, I just don't know. Um, A neighbor, a lot of neighbors were shocked by the arrest because a lot of them had lived there for literal decades Mm -hmm. and had known him since childhood. Right. We're like, oh, he was just like the nice neighbor who helped my dad build a pool or helped us build a fence. Um, A lot of people said he was quirky and he swore a lot and he would be in his front yard yelling at himself if he lost his keys or he like had a weird anger problem, but it was mostly just like a weird quirk of an old man. Like nothing like that Simpsons guy who used to yell at clouds or whatever the fuck, (laughs) just like a quirky old man with an anger problem. Um, so people, most people were shocked. Some people were like, he always gave me the creeps. One neighbor said he had once found, uh, D'Angelo like prowling in his side yard and then had hopped on a bike and ridden away. So some people had gotten the creeps from him, but most people were like, oh, I just thought he was like an elderly dude who, an ex cop, you know, why would you think anything of it? Uh, he has three adult children, three adult daughters. Oh, my God. Yeah. uh, One big thing was that so a lot of victims, if you read uh, I'll Be Gone in the Dark, a lot of the victims said um, that not a lot, but several had said that he during the attacks, they would hear him whimpering and crying and like gasping. And one of the things that he would say is, I'm sorry, mommy. And like or like, fuck you, mommy. And like get really worked up about it. And. Some internet sleuths looked into this and did some research, and it's now coming out that he had actually been engaged at one point, and it had been broken off to a woman named Bonnie, and one of the victims had said he wasn't saying mommy, he was saying Bonnie. Oh, no. So that's another twist where they're like, shit, like maybe he was... Not saying mommy or whatever he was saying. This was like revenge. Yeah, he had like, he had issues. Oh, no. About the engagement that was broken off. So that's another theory they're now looking at. Because one victim swears he was saying Bonnie, not mommy. Yeah. Uh, A neighbor, Gabby Ramirez, who's 14 and lived a street over, played with D'Angelo's granddaughter all the time, said he was a normal grandpa said, like, she never felt weird around him. He was just a nice man who would take them out to get ice cream sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, The neighbor said, oh, he was just, like, a friendly guy, you know? I mean, classic, like, cliche fucking serial killer. Um, He was very meticulous about his yard and his boat, and, like, he painted lines on the driveway to make sure his boat was parked exactly to the right inch. But other than that, nobody really suspected anything. Um, and at this point, all we know is that he's 
been arrested. His DNA is 100% matched to the murders um, across the board. And so it's definitely, he, definitely him. He's the one. Wow. Yeah. He lived there for 30, over 30 years in that house. Well, I, I only found out about all this because one of my jobs uh, at work is to like um, do our like Twitter updates and all that. And so I went on Twitter and one of like the trending things like East Area Rapist. And I was like, why on earth is this trending? And I was like, this is a weird time, but I'm going to have to go look at this. And so I like clicked and everyone was talking about it. I was it was like, just funny because oh, you texted me like, did you know? And I was like. Oh, um, <laughs> since 5.30 in the morning, I've been in this just like deep 5.30, I found out at like 11, like, or whenever I texted you, it was when I found out. And yeah. then you were like, oh, I'm not doing any work today. I'm literally like ready for the conference at like, noon. And I was like, there's a conference at noon. I like, was like, <laughs> I've been staring at the Fox 40, like, like streaming soon for like an hour and a half, knowing it's not even coming yet, but just like <laughs> waiting and the Twitter. Oh my God. It's nuts and it, a lot of people have so we had three adult daughters and a lot of people did their like reddit sleuthing and like found the daughters professions and stuff and it's like a little bit fucked up because like they had no idea and yeah then, can you imagine like what those three daughters are now going through and the family i mean they're victims in their own right you know and it's like yeah. we don't need to be plastering their fucking professions all over the internet i think one of them was like a professor like they're oh, very no. established adult i mean they're and that poor girl, like, now Victims. has to, like, I'm sure people are going to be horrible and, like, for some reason blame them or say, like, and you know they're horrible being things tracked to them. down. Right. They're being, vi- right. Exactly. Like, they're being attacked. They don't. Like, they just found out their dad was this guy. Like, chill the fuck out. They've totally. had enough. They didn't. The no. poor wife. Yeah. So The she... wife that gave birth to three of his children. So it was, oh. an, so it was an ex-wife. Poor Bonnie. Oh, well, Bonnie, where's Bonnie? No, no, no. So he was engaged to Bonnie and then that broke off. Like, I know. But poor Bonnie, like if Bonnie hears about this, oh, even if they're not together, well, I'm sure Bonnie will hear. Listen, Bonnie, <laughs> Bonnie will hear about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> poor everyone that's ever known him. Yeah. Poor fucking and poor victims. Let's also remember that poor everyone that actually had to meet this guy at, at the worst. Did you see in the press conference when the brother of one of the victims? So it was the brother of one of the victims and his wife. So. His brother and sister-in-law had been killed Mm -hmm. in, I believe, 1980 by the Golden State Killer. And he was at the press conference and he basically scolded. He said, like, I do remember this. Thank you to the thank you to law enforcement for figuring this out. But also, like, everyone can finally sleep. Well, he said, like, shame on you for not utilizing DNA in the right way and being able to, like, do this better. And then he basically said, like, to all the victims uh, sleep well tonight he won't be coming in your window and it was just like the most chilling there was an article i read about um the youngest girl that he attacked who was 13 and like his her sister was in the room and her dad was in like or they were like in down yeah. the hall yeah and she said that um that like she never spoke to any of the other victims but she knew that all of them were like celebrating together like oh. she like without like ever speaking to them she knew that everyone was like thinking of each other t- today it's just so. heartbreaking and so at least at the very least they get some closure on that and the family members i mean and like if you listen to the book or read the book it's like the number of just like marriages and lives that were ruined even if people survived you know like mm-hmm. it ruined marriages like people weren't able to 
ever. look at each other they have, just literally couldn't look at each or other just even have sex again ever with anyone or like sleep comfortably or just, I yeah. mean, just the trauma of it and not and so finally at least someone, hopefully he like gives a reason like he like yeah. says something soon like makes a statement of why he fucking did it and he's on suicide watch so like think like hopefully they can make sure he doesn't fucking do anything stupid before he's yeah held accountable for his shit you know anyway that's my rant and i keep refreshing twitter so okay we'll see if anything else happens but yeah crazy crazy your cat oh i have a kitten her name is juniper and we love her her name's juniper slash junie slash june geo and juniper geo and june geo and junie whatever you prefer i was geo and junie that's fine junie it's so cute g and jew oh nope well (laughs) whatever it's like from Bob's Burgers, Jeju. <laughs> uh, it's like, oh, you're my angel dust. Nope, that's a drug. <laughs> <laughs> well, nope, that's a race of person. Um, uh, well, Eva and I met Juniper at the same time. Yeah. We both bonded on our stomachs trying to get the cat to hang out with us, but she's, she's still a little skittish. A she let us play with her a little bit. I forcefully grabbed her and made her let me hold and- her. <laughs> She was fine. She hung out for a little bit. Geo, to answer your question, everybody, Geo is not into it. Geo's pissed. Geo's like, I'm an only child and I don't approve of any of I get it. I'd be the same way. Yeah, M would understand, yes. Geo and I will bond as only children. Yeah, M showed up and I could already tell Geo was like, look what's happening in my house. He he looked frazzled. He was like, someone needs to hear me when I say (laughs) help. Get this little white ghost out of my house. S-O-S. He hates it. He hates it. And to answer your question, also, uh, a lot of people are, like, throwing out names. We considered all of them. Some people said Casper, and we almost named her almost named her Casper. Are we even going to mention that I also suggested Casper I on my so. own? I was going to say, I can't remember if you said Ghost or Casper. I said Casper like oh, the ghost, spirit. but Casper like oh, the that's, cat. that's true. I forgot about that. And then I said Spirit because it's spirit. alcoholic and she looks like a ghost because she's white. So I tried Casper for a while, and it just didn't. I also said Persecco. That's a good one. And Muscato. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. I tried to think alcohol and ghost based. We tried them all. And my brother was like, stop with that alcohol. And I was like, <laughs> okay. It was Em's idea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but so Casper, I tried and I was like, Cassie, like I tried it, but just Junie, just it, June, it just like worked better. Mm-hmm. And someone had suggested on the Facebook group, like, oh, when you were reading Geo's Geoscope, you said, oh, Scorpio, Jupiter's in your house this week, this month. Mm-hmm. And someone was like, why is she not naming the cat Jupiter? Like Jupiter's in your house and <laughs> will help you adjust to new circumstances. And I was like, that's fucking perfect. So Jupiter, but Juniper. But then I was like, Juniper's a cu- like an easier nicknamey, cute. And I've always liked the name June. All right. Junie. And also Em and I were born in June, so. So it's still got that little narcissistic flair. Little vein, little cute. Jupiter, Juniper, June. Same thing. Junie. I think of Junie B. Jones, the book. Yeah, the best book. Except right. Amelia Bedelia. Well, obviously. We won't talk about it. Um, We're never going to stop otherwise. Probably the most advanced book I ever read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? You yeah. were able to read it? I wasn't even... Halfway. Able. Oh, that's amazing. Anyway. Um, and Cosby. Okay, Uh-oh. let's talk about Bill Cosby. Sorry, Bill Cosby was convicted. Cheers. On all counts. Clink. Yep. Congratulations. We're happy you're gone. Goodbye. Get out. Get out. Also, new kitten. What else do I have on Alcatraz. here? Alcatraz. 
Oh, shit. Okay. Jesus Christ, guys. This is such a long episode. Should we just bring that up next week? Should we? We'll yeah. bring up Alcatraz next week, guys. We're going to talk about Alcatraz next week because this is way too long already. Which means Christine and I can't talk about the one thing I desperately want to talk about with her for another I'm week. sorry. It's fine. It's fine. I just want to add before we get on to this shit is that Wine and Crime, our episode comes out this Tuesday. Yes. May 1st. Yes. Listener episode comes out the same day. Okay. It's going to be a doozy of a day for you. And that's a, what day is that? A Monday? Tuesday. And a day before that, you get a whole episode from us. You also get a Facebook live video Jesus. from us. Guys, you are just going to get covered in content. Stop asking so much of us. We're also going to be doing our first um, fan mail video. Extravaganza. We've already done one. Yeah, but this is like a whole month's worth of stuff. Sure, 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 sure. This and is the whole, like, we're going to start posting that video once a month as well. On Patreon. On Patreon. So if you donate a certain amount. And now we have to videotape us. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not Em and I passing the camera back and Right, forth. right, right. So we're also going to be doing that this weekend. We're doing that after our Facebook Live video. So you can expect that to get posted soon. 3 p.m. today when this comes out. Facebook Live, yes. 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Cool. All Hopefully right. you're there. Ready? Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yes, please start talking because I'm just so worked up. Okay. It feels very fitting that Juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy, we're happy. But because we're not mind readers, we don't always know when they're unwell. And in my experience, cats are not the most, you know, open when it comes to sharing their woes. And there goes Junie. Literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell. Thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. And Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small, lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room, and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus, we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD to save 20%. Prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. You want to take a guess what I'm going to talk about? You're going to get wrong. I just want to hear what you have to possibly sure, say. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, I guess that it's a haunted toy. No. Um, Although I wish. There's just not enough haunted toys. Guys. That's probably a good thing. I guess so. But like, wow, it's running me out of business. You guys are cleaning me out. I don't have a lot of haunted toys left. It's <laughs> cleaning me out. Gosh, now I got to start talking about aliens and shit just to keep up. Oh. Aliens. Is that the topic? No, not yet. I got real excited. Not yet. Well, then don't it, tease us like that. Okay. It's a little lengthy, but I think everyone's going to really get a kick out of it. 
I was thinking about doing this for our live show. Why are you looking around? What is it? I really need everyone's validation right now. Um, I'm mad that I'm doing it today. I wanted to do it for our live show, but I also just want to do it. So hopefully I find something just as good for the live show. Also, I want to do this while I'm like conscious and we all know I'm going to black out at the live show. So <laughs> probably better to just do it now. What is it? Let's talk about the nine circles of hell. What? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I just wanted to talk about it. So, what the fuck? <laughs> so uh, I'm not talking about a ghost this time around, but I was like, you know what? Let's fucking go. Let's dude. fucking go there. Hell let's, yeah. Let's go. Hell yeah. Ah! Oh, everyone um, pointed at me and I was like, why is everyone looking at me? <laughs> um, okay, so I tried to print out a little chart for you. Oh, thanks. Because <laughs> there's quite a lot. I learned that there's not just nine circles of hell, there's 24 regions. So <laughs> we're going to be doing quite a globe trot. <laughs> I tried to print this out. It's very complicated. I don't even know if it's worth it. Jesus. Okay. Abandoned. Oh, right, sure. Okay, I'll just, let's just, I'll use that as a reference when it's needed. How about that? Okay. Just, Hoarders. Okay. okay, calm down. Just take that away. Okay. Um, so here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me the thing. This is based off of Dante's Inferno. Sure. In case you haven't figured that out yet. Yes. Um, uh, I don't, it's also a lengthy, lengthy story that I have brutally chopped down. So, I mean, you didn't read the book, right? Uh, well, fuck no. Okay, I, was like, I like, just said Amelia Bedelia is the best I've ever done. So, <laughs> um, ah, what if you read Dante's Inferno, but you couldn't finish? What Amelia if instead of a geoscope, I just read like a snippet of Amelia Bedelia every week? Like just a quick quote. Wait, actually, I'm into it. Okay, write that down, Eva. Okay. Um, so, um, <laughs> she's actually. <laughs> we need to stop yelling at her. She's just going to keep um, grow embittered toward us. So here's the thing. It's very lengthy. I would literally, if I wanted to do this justice, I would have to recite an entire fucking book to you. Don't do that. So I know I'm going to miss very heavily crucial parts. Oh, so what we're saying is don't tweet us like you forgot. Yeah, something. don't tell us that this is inaccurate. I fucking know. Um, <laughs> I also, I just took out all of the parts where they like, in between each circle, they like have their own trip and they talk to these certain people and he notices certain people at certain circles of hell. Like I, I avoided all that. I just... We're all here for the torture and types of punishments that the devil likes to whip out. So that's what I, that's what we brought to the table. That's what we're all here for. We're all here for the grotesque part. Think of it as like Krampus again. Yeah. We're here for like what the golden state killer is going to experience. Yeah. That's so here are all of our options, sure. guys. Okay. Vote. Cast your votes. Cast your Where's he going? It's like American Idol. Call 1-800. <laughs> Email. And that's why we drink at gmail.com. Cast your vote. Where's he going? I was going to say don't do that, but now Eva's doing email, so you can do that. Okay, if you if you want <laughs> Eva to, to not quit, please don't actually cast don't your votes because we'll literally get thousands and Eva's going to leave and then we have to, we can't, it's, I honestly, I can't breathe just thinking about it. Yeah, so yeah. just do it in your mind and in your heart and we'll hear you. Yeah, so we got you. Um, A quick snippet of like what the fuck's going on in Dante's Inferno, just so everyone like has, has an idea just of how me. we got I here. I don't even know what's okay. going on. So Dante's Inferno uh, is obviously about Dante in the 14th century. And Inferno is actually a the first part of a three-part epic poem. Sounds so like this whole book, there's literally fucking three of them. Fun poem. Really, if I wanted to do this justice, I'd have to recite three books in 20 minutes. So this is why no one's getting what they want out of this. So Totally. The three-part epic poem is called La Divina Commedia, oh, which is the divine, the, the divine Comedy. Right. Okay. 
Wow, you know so much. Listen, I went to Catholic school. Oh, wow, they I, teach you a lot there. I know about the devil, I'll tell you what. Okay, let's see how much you know. Um, so Dante, in this story, he is lost in um, some dark woods where he is attacked by three different beasts, which are allegory, uh, allegorical, a leopard, lion, and she-wolf. Oh, sure. Don't know why I can't just be like a gender-neutral wolf, but <laughs> the fuck ever. <laughs> 14th century. We can update it to 2018 standards. Yeah, the okay. Gender the gender-neutral leopard. <laughs> My favorite. Um, also, there's all of this analysis that I would love to delve into, but I, I just shouldn't. It would take too much time that each of them represent different things. Uh, and but they're just... Uh, like, I just don't have the time. They're just like animals. Just, uh, just fucking Google it. Also, I do want to preface this with, we are going back to old school M. 1300? Oh, old school no, I mean, M. I mean, we're back to like the 14th century in this story, <laughs> but like me telling the story is old school high school M. Because my two main sources were fucking Cliff Notes and Wikipedia. Oh, the, so. oh, the part where you go, okay, this is a presentation that I made in eighth grade that I'm just going to like. I literally, the my like initial it. muscle memory took me right back to Spark Notes online. And I just, just was like, Dante's Inferno. And then I just. I mean. You know what? It got me through high school and it got me through I college. I was going to say you're And it got here. me through grad school. I'm certainly going to. You have a master's degree. Couldn't have gotten that wrong. Anyway. So there's this woman named Beatrice who, once again, I can't go into details, but she is Dante's ideal woman. <laughs> Wait, no, Let no. Let your mind wander. Uh, I need details. I do, too. I literally skipped over it because I knew Come we didn't on. have enough time. Um, I don't know. She's got long legs and, like, steak. I'm not sure. Steak? That's what my fucking ideal woman is like. <laughs> Allison, are you listening? <laughs> so. Oh, man. Um, 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 oh yeah, Beatrice. <laughs> Bullet three, I meant. Um, okay, so Beatrice uh, sees that Dante is lost in the woods and calls for an angel to bring him, of all people, the Roman poet Virgil. Oh yeah, me too. And uh, has the angel bring Virgil to the woods to help guide Dante in his journey out of the woods so that no harm will happen. <laughs> so my ideal woman can also summon, summon a fucking Virgil? angel and then the angel can summon the Roman poet Virgil in the 14th century to help me out of the woods. Oh, I see. How about my ideal woman brings me some fucking GPS and a stake? And a stake. And we're fine. Yeah. That's my ideal and woman, long, actually. Long legs. And her name is Allison. Oh! Ooh, she's a cutie. Okay. So the only way out uh, of these woods, by the way. Sure. Is through hell. Well, I mean, obviously. Obviously. So, uh, basically all of Inferno, the synopsis is they journey into the underworld and underworld into the underwear Un into my underwear. What? <laughs> I don't know. Long legs, steak, long legs and a pair of underwear. I don't know where this is going. Me either. Hell. It's going to hell. That we're for sure. Um, also let's play the game of which level of hell are we going to? Oh, the one with all the babies. I know there's one with babies. No, there isn't. Yes, there is. Well, then I didn't I do my it was research all right. The unborn babies. There's not a no. Okay, maybe that's just. Maybe it's just not in Inferno. Maybe, maybe it's like, just a fun rumor. Maybe it's really fun. Or maybe I didn't do my notes well enough. I don't know, Eva. Anyway, um, Google unborn babies hell. <laughs> <laughs> Eva, do your job. Come on. <laughs> don't make haste. Make haste, make haste. Yeah, I was like, no, make as much haste as you possibly can. Okay. Um, <laughs> which level? I don't know. Which level do the four. dead babies go to? I want to go to four. You want to go to four? Yeah, what's that? 
Okay, calm down. Well, I'm excited now. I'm trying very hard to not make this like my normal staircase flaw where sure. I like can't figure but out you're floors. Like floor eight. Imagine if I'm like, okay, circle six, <laughs> room five. Subtract two. Okay. <laughs> okay, so your guess is four. I honestly don't remember in what order okay, these I'm are. Gonna so four. I'm going to say I want to be in level six. Okay. I know I don't, but I'm just going to throw a number out and see where I it takes me. I deeply want to be. It's like choose your own adventure. Yeah. Eva, where in hell do you want to go? What number? Okay. Okay, three, four, and six. I think Eva's going to have the best life Probably. of us all. Probably. It would suit us well. So, um, okay. Oh, yeah. The Gates of Hell. That's where we are. So, <laughs> just entering the world. Sure, 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 sure. So, Dante and Virgil, they're on this journey. They have to get through hell to mm-hmm. end up back home on Earth. Because apparently these woods weren't in fucking Earth. So, um, they're at the Gates of Hell, and... The gates are marked with an inscription that says, Abandon all hope, you who, you who enter you here. Enter here. You who enter here. Ye. Okay, ye. <laughs> I forgot we're in the 14th century. How could you Do you forget? wonder if, like, Satan, like, updated it recently? I think he, there's, like, a modern... He was like, y'all. Or like, he, like, put the letter U Like, instead. OMG. Like, come on in. You who enter here. <laughs> OMG. He doesn't say God. Doesn't he? No, because he's Satan. OMS. So. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So they enter the outlying region of hell. Right. Known as the Anti Inferno. Okay. Where the souls who in life could not commit either. They basically they couldn't commit to either being good or bad. So basically it's limbo, essentially. Oh. Um, so they were like the people who stood by and watched. No. This is like purgatory. Okay. Got it. I'm just not going to analyze it. <laughs> just go on. Where they, uh, they basically, it's considered like the first circle of hell um, because like it's the outskirts of hell. And as you get deeper and deeper into hell, you go into like further and further circles. Okay. So the first layer is like the nicest so, layer. So like less bad one. Yeah. And so nine is like. why did I pick? Why did I pick six? six? Because I forgot. As we guessed. As we guessed. Eva, congratulations. You're going to have a less shitty afterlife. Three instead of one. So we'll see what happens. Okay. So here's what's going down. Uh Um, When you are in limbo, um, you are for eternity running nonstop while hornets bite you and maggots drink the fallen blood. (laughs) What? I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. That's my 12th level. That's my all the way level. What could be possibly worse? I remember there's 24 regions. No. So even though I'm saying nine a lot, the answer is 24. How is this possible? That's the worst thing that could ever happen. And those are just the people who couldn't like decide it. Like, should I be a good person or a bad person? And then like, this is what happened afterwards. <laughs> Maggots drink your blood. Um, so basically this is like the house of pagans that, they call it the House of Pagans, but anyone who was not baptized or never followed Christ, this is where they go. So, <laughs> okay. Oh, I just want to. I'm going to use this as a reference and make sure that I don't fuck anything up. Sure, 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 sure. Um, and here's the weird thing about it. Um, so that's like supposedly one story that actually happens, like that the maggots and hornets chase you and eat you and all that. But then they also say that this is considered like an alternate heaven because it's the best case scenario of hell so like you actually while this is happening also live in a castle with seven gates which symbolize the seven virtues and the whole time that you are living in this 
ante castle, mm-hmm. you're struck with grief from the lack of God's present presence. Oh. Um, so apparently you just, that's the rest of your life. If you aren't super religious, if you just like, don't know what to do. Right. Okay. The hornets decide for you. <laughs> um, okay. So then at the border of the second circle, there's a monster there named Minos, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he assigns you to what circle of hell you go to. Oh, so it really was like a purgatory of like... Like, that's like, okay, that's really step there one. Yet. Okay. Be happy that you never had to meet Minos. Okay, and then Minos is like, I'm going to send you. And so Minos is... Uh, the way that it was described to me is like he was a like very large cat fox thing. <laughs> Oh, like the devil's pet, maybe. Sure. He curls his tail around himself a certain number of times, and that indicates what number Uh-oh. circle so you're going to. So if it keeps to. going, you're like, So if, no. if, that bo- if that boy is coiling, you are going straight to Satan. So, I'm just picturing Gia's butt curtain, like, one, <laughs> two. <laughs> How many swishes do I get? <laughs> so, um, okay, so, like I said, the circles gradually increase into, like, a more and more horrible after life yeah um and if you get all the way down to the ninth circle of hell that is the center of earth where satan is held in bondage (laughs) fuck so they say like you have to that's why they're walking through hell because they have to get through hell to get to the center of the earth to then get to earth i don't know how fucking dante got so lost by the way hold on how did he listen i get they didn't have google maps but like how? How many turns do you have to go wrong on to end up outside of the center of Earth, backwards through hell, and then in some, like, telekinesis, yeah. telepathic angel woods where the leopard of death tries to... I'm confused. <laughs> We're just like, I think I went too far. I think... I would probably end up there if I didn't have Waze on my phone. But, I mean, I don't know. You know, Waze can tell me how many cops there are, but they don't tell me how many allegory lions there are. And that's the real problem. Let's bring that up. <laughs> oh, okay, so anyway. Stupid. Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so yeah, remember, this is an epic poem. So It's pretty fucking epic. Um, so the sin- basically everything is like through poetry, like it's ha- everything has a-, a meaning in the story. So the sinners in each circle are punished. Basically, the more wicked the punishment is proportional to how wicked their crimes were and how bad their sins were. So okay. fair, fair. So if you just weren't baptized and didn't believe in God, then you only had hornets to you deal with. Just but if- had to get maggots. But if you were like eons you know you're probably gonna like hang out with like sure satan sure so um and each punishment is considered a contrapasso which is symbolism for poetic justice <gasps> interesting so every which i'm sure if we wanted to take everyone's fucking time we could go through each of these and we could be like but why is it this like what poetic <laughs> let's do it you know what i mean why is the jaguar like what does the jaguar mean the like angelic What's the symbolism behind him? So anyway, if you guys care for that, I'm sure there's so much I'm sure out there. I'm sure there's an ATWWD like allegory club or something. Eva? <laughs> Eva, anyway. I don't know what we're looking at you for, but... Eva, do something with my eyes. What's, what am I saying? Make it? Join um, it? I don't know. So the people who sinned but prayed for forgiveness, they were... Um, 
they, those were the ones that ended up in purgatory. So a lot of people are like, what's the difference between purgatory and hell? It's if you prayed for forgiveness before death. Oh. You end up in purgatory and you can essentially... You don't get real forgiveness. You get like... Like you get an op... Like ideally you would then labor... Like you would work hard enough to eventually be able to free yourself from your sins. Like you get like almost a second chance. Like you're in the doghouse, but you have a chance of like proving yourself that you don't need to go to hell. Okay, or, okay, okay. Like... I, th- I guess purgatory is the idea of, like, you're in this endless limbo. Right. But according to this, it's that you're only there until you've proven yourself otherwise. Oh, that's comforting. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Sort options. of. <laughs> so, um, Dante's three major categories of sin are symbolized by the three beasts that he saw in the beginning. Okay. Um, they are incontinence, violence and bestiality, and fraud and malice. So incontinence. incontinence actually in this case back in the 14th century incontinence meant like lustful gluttonous hoarders wasters wrathful like anything that was basically like one of the seven deadly sins. Oh, okay. Seven sins? There's seven. Yes, I've, there are seven. I'm, I'm Jewish. Um so <laughs> you sound like me with my like English isn't my first <laughs> Um the only sin is not gossiping enough. So that's what I'm used to. Let's so, pause so everyone can laugh. Okay. They're not done. Oh. All right. It's, what if we just did this forever? It's died down a little bit. I don't <laughs> think so. I think there's still like a hard chuckle. If you talk really loud, you can get their attention back. Wake up, guys. <laughs> so, um, ba 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 ba. So, anyone that uh, was considered uh, in the incontinent category. They had a a better version of hell because they were still um, within the first four circles of upper hell. So they were in circles oh, two through. Nice. They were in circles two through five. Oh, 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 oh. Do you have a question? No, I was in circle three. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I, th- I thought we were raising hands. Okay, no, wait. I, I just was recognizing myself. No, the, no, 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 no. Hold on. I'm in circle four, so we're both there. You're both there. Unfortunately for me, not. <laughs> unfortunately for me. <laughs> Uh, so anyone that's in circle two through five, they endure less torment than those in lower hell. And lower hell is located within the walls of the city of Dis. What? Wait, so you are bricked in, basically. Yes. Yes. Like we discussed last week. Yes. Okay. You're bricked into the lower level of hell. The deeper levels are organized into one circle for violence, mm-hmm. which is circle seven, mm-hmm. two circles of fraud, which are eight and nine. So I guess I, like, just made the cut. I'm, like, on the outskirts of the walls of the city of Dis, but I'm still considered in lower hell, not upper hell. Yeah, you tell yourself whatever like, you want. Like, upper hell, there's purgatory, <laughs> then there's upper hell, which is circles two through five. Oh, and then nice. the outskirts of the city of hell, like, hell proper, is where I am, circle six. So you're, like, in the suburbia of hell. I'm, like, on the outskirts of the county line. <laughs> and then within the walls is circles seven through nine. Which is like oh, bad. bad news. Bears. That's like lower hell. You guys are in upper hell. You're like gonna make it. We're fine. So <laughs> we're good. Uh, oh my god. So like I said. Uh, so now we're, pretend we're in the city of Dis. Okay, where there's the last three levels. There's seven, eight, and nine. Yes. Seven, eight, and nine are the worst ones. Remember? I see it. So circle seven, which represents violence. This is where like it gets tricky. So everyone have a little bubble graph. Circle seven, circle eight, circle nine. Yeah. Circle seven, which represents violence, is divided into three rings. Okay. 
Okay. So from seven, there's there's three options. From circle eight, there's ten. Jesus. And from circle nine, there's four. Okay. And they're all different things. Like so, in circle seven, there's three rings. In circle eight, there's ten ditches. And in circle nine, there's four regions. We're gonna get through all of it. It's okay, guys. What? It's okay. But basically, if you add it all up, that means hell is divided into twenty-four divisions. Okay. Okay. So we have done the first circle, which is the maggots. <laughs> so now that we have sure. crossed the, the bridge into lower hell or upper hell. So we're out of purgatory. We're out of purgatory and we're starting our descent into upper hell, which is circle two. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. I know this is a lot of numbers. And no, I'm, so I'm into sorry. it. I'm into it. Okay. This, this episode is for the, the fast thinkers. So <laughs> in, uh, catch up, catch up. So the second... Uh, the second level is, does anyone want to guess the sin? Gluttony. No. Almost. Lust. I say almost because gluttony's coming up. I was up. like... Eh. Okay, so the second level... Wait, so they only, they're like lust. Each, each circle is for a different sin. Yeah, they're like, you're fine at lust. Like, you're fine. But then gluttony's worse than that? Hang on. So the, the second circle is lust. And your punishment is you are violently back and forth blown. First of all, lol, blown um, <laughs> by strong winds for eternity, preventing you the ability to have peace or go to sleep. What a weird. Because remember, everything's a poem and everything's poetic justice and everything's so there's wind. And nature. so the strong winds symbolize the restlessness of a person who is led by desire for fleshly pleasures. Fleshly pleasures. Yeah, I, cho- I chose that, not Wikipedia. Fleshly pleasures. I'm just kidding. Wikipedia did that. That's my new band name. So, <laughs> fleshly pleasures. <laughs> and then, like, read a second circle of hell. <laughs> it's from Dante's Inferno. You probably you wouldn't don't. even get it. No. Um. So okay. So the third one uh-huh. is gluttony, which is where Eva is. Oh, that's you. So. What Here, glutton. the souls are overlooked by a three-headed monster named Cerberus. Yes. Okay. Here, all of the souls... Eva, are you listening? This is your future. <laughs> <laughs> Forced to lie in a vile slush that is produced <laughs> by a never-ending rain of filth and human excrement. <laughs> what? The vile slush symbolizes personal de- uh, degrad degradation we still can't fucking do that word personal degradation (laughs) of one who overindulges so it's literally smothering you to represent like you like not like taking in excess lush you are like how much you're willing to like put in your body right now Why am I not that i've listened (laughs) that's me also while this is happening while literal shit is raining on you until you're (laughs) drowning in human shit the three-headed monster cerberus that i i mentioned He's guarding you guys from leaving, and he is mauling and flaying you with his claws as you howl like dogs. Hmm. And you're just forced to lie in this slushy hey, it's poop. it's not me. It's her. I'm number four. Get ready. She says she can stay. Okay, there. Eva, um, scale of one to ten, are you satisfied with how your life turns out? Um, listen, I chose poorly, but I'm the rest <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she's wise. She's like I think she's like it's like a game of chess. It's a game of strategy. It's yeah. like I may hate it, but I might actually really appreciate she's it. She's like I don't love it, but also I'm not going to say no just yet. Yeah, it could get worse. Let's see if this reference says anything else. Oh no, bombarded with human excrement. Great. Okay, so we're on board. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, here's the fourth circle. You ready, Christine? Is that me? That's you. Greed. Oh. So, uh, greed, funny enough, is divided into two groups. Uh Uh-oh. So, it's between hoarders and spenders. (laughs) The people who don't let anything go and the people who just give everything away when they don't even have, like, when it's not efficient for them. Okay. Um... So what they do is the hoarders, uh-huh. they are forced to push heavy boulders for eternity into the center of a circle. No, I'd rather go to the excrement rain. The spenders, which one would you be, a hoarder or a spender? I, well, I don't know. Is spender like you give it away or is it like you spend it on shit to buy for yourself? I guess that'd be greed though. Oh, well, this is greed. Fuck. So um, <laughs> I guess hoarder if you want everything. Like it's basically, do you take or, is, do you take or give? I give. Okay, then you're a spender. Okay. So the hoarders are constantly pushing a heavy weight and heavy stones into the center of a circle. The spenders have to then take those boulders and push them back out. <laughs> and so for eternity, you're just So either one's rolling. an equal fucking nightmare. <laughs> doesn't just, even matter. Just depends if you want to move into the circle doesn't or out of the circle. Which what I pick. It's, it's just like a, a constant, just, just you're just garbage. rolling a boulder for eternity. So it's like Sisyphus. Yeah, but. it's basically the whole idea of it is that it symbolizes your selfish drive for fortune during your lifetime. Jesus. It's also guarded by the ruler of the underworld, Pluto. Oh. Fun fact, we're learning mythology. He's just bitter that it's not a planet anymore. Oh, you know what? That's actually a valid point. I think you. Look into that. Um, okay, so. <laughs> write that down. Write that down. So the fifth circle of hell is anger. Oh, boy. Let me just double check my sources here. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, we're all this is squared probably away. Geo's punishment. Oh, probably. Right now. Right now. We'll have the... to warn him about the fifth circle of hell. Yeah, with a kitten. So basically, all of the souls here, depending on what type of anger they had, they fight each other on the surface of the River of Sticks, which, by the way, is mm. in this storyline, the River of Sticks is just coated in garbage, which is not how I was raised with the River of Sticks was, but mm, nah. whatever. So apparently in this one, it's like a hor- horribly rotten smelling so it's like all sewage the, based water. The rain that rained all over Eva. <laughs> yeah, it's now pouring into this the is water. It's like an offshoot yeah. into the river. And if you were an aggressive, angry person, right. you and everyone else who is ever an aggressive, angry person are fighting each other on top of the water. Like you're just running through on a river. On top and of the water. Like That's... not walking on water, but like you're sledging through the water and trying to beat each other up. That sounds fun. For eternity. While the passive people who are passively angry their entire lives. <laughs> That's me also. Which is fucking Megan from Megan. seventh grade. Fucking Megan, what bitch. Uh, those are the sullen angry ones. And they, because they were passive and never did anything with their anger, they are slowly sinking in the sewage mud and oh. gurgling underneath the surface. Dude, that's... And not able to breathe. For sure, me forever. While the active angry people are literally trampling over them, fighting with other people. Oh my. So, like, imagine, like... Everyone's had this experience at least once where you're in the ocean and like the tide comes and you can't get out of the tide and, and it's like holding you under. Out of control. Imagine that, but dirty garbage sewage and people <laughs> are fighting on your back, but for eternity. And you're like, oh, I'm not even going to die to nope. remove myself from I, this. But like you feel you're going to die. You're like, I'm already dead. Okay. The sixth circle of hell. This is where I am, guys. Oh, M's turn. This is. <laughs> yay. Um, yes. Oh, this is a good one. What's so the category? Heretics. That's totally correct. <laughs> That's totally the correct. The outskirts of the city of Dis. And um, the demons of hell guard the gates here. Mm-hmm. And literally, 
for my entire life, if I end up here, I will be sitting in a coffin that is um, on fire. <laughs> Just burning forever. That is um, on fire. That is, um, uh, yes, on fire. So anyway... We've gone through the six simple ones. Wait, that's it? You're just in a coffin on fire. That's oh, it. yeah, that's it. Oh, great. There's nothing more than that. That's it. Um, and also... Sure. What like was your I, sin? Uh, heresy. Okay. So, like so I... you're just like, we're just going to say you're fine, I leave you. He's like, fine, yeah, I'm All fine. Right, like, we've got other things to attend to. It's like, we're going to garbage rain and... Yeah. Yeah. But so, like I said, and that's just six of the nine, we're about to get into the more complicated actual city of Dis, the, like lower hell we didn't even make it that far okay so here's the thing i know that i just want to preface for everyone again i know that there's so much more i literally just went through fucking two-thirds of a whole book so like so much happened in between that of like all their travels and who they talked to and all the symbolism is all in there allegory it's all there Mm -hmm. so if you are interested in what i'm saying which you're a kind of a lunatic if you're not um (laughs) By all means, go pick up this fucking book and read it. It's a doozy. ATWWD Book Club. Eva? Um, No, it's a thing. Goodreads.com. Jess? I'm not going to make anybody read fucking Dante's Inferno. I'm just saying, like, if you need a good light read in the bathroom, you know, this will really get you spooked. So, okay. No comment. Who's ready for the seventh circle of hell, also known as the plane of fire? Let's end Blaze, though. Eva's ready. Oh, I'm just thinking, Are you and Blaze in a fight? Sounds like it. No, I'm just thinking, <laughs> who else can I send? There's Blaze, Alexander, Allison. Uh-huh. You or, can send Allison. She's, I don't need her. Let's send Allison first. Okay. Allison? We'll send Blaze and Allison to the next ones. Yeah, she's fine. She'll okay. make it out. She'll be fine. Um, okay. Okay, Allison, where are you going? So, seventh circle is violence. Oh, my. This is divided into three rings, okay? Okay. Everyone with me? The next three things I talk about are all in the same circle. Sure, sure, sure. So, imagine... Like a like um uh, like a dart target, you know how it's like like a bullseye. Yes. Think of a bullseye. So there's a dart target. <laughs> how about everyone goes and fucks themselves? Because I was trying really dart hard. To, target. I was trying to think of the word bullseye and it oh, just wasn't hitting. I just like how you went a dart target. I was like, you know, if I a bullseye. <laughs> basically, I was using your ears as like a Google search engine. I was like, if I say enough words kind of correct, the right thing will show up. It worked. It did. So bullseye. I just kind of caught it a little late. Okay, so bullseye. Bullseye. Um, <laughs> target. <laughs> I know. You were right with target. That makes sense. Okay, so bullseye, you know how it's like multiple circles? Yes. Okay, so seven circle, three rings. So think of an outer ring, middle ring, inner ring. Right. The outer ring is, uh, these are all different rings of violence that have to do with a different type of violence. So um, the outer ring is violence against neighbors. The middle neighbors. ring, like others, uh-huh. basically. Okay. Violence uh, towards others. Um, the middle ring is violence against yourself. And oh. uh, inner ring is uh, violence against God, art, and nature. What? So hang on. Let's let's get into it. Just going to be quiet. <clears throat> so the outer ring, violence against others. Uh, this includes murderers, war makers, um, tyrants of any kind. Basically, <laughs> you know. I just I don't, Allison in her prime. Allison is a fucking tyrant. Tyrant and a half. So uh, basically, here there's a river of boiling blood. Hmm. <laughs> and here's here's a little quote. Here's a little quote. Mm. As they wallowed in blood during their lives, so they are immersed in the boiling blood forever. Each according to the de- 
each according to the degree of his guilt. So basically, like, based on how bad your sin was is how hot the blood will be that you boil in. <laughs> they just, like, change the fucking temperature. And it's like different jacuzzis of blood. Oh, gross. And so not only that, but centaurs are, ne- are guarding the entire ring. So even <laughs> if you try to swim out and get out, if you float too high to the surface in the boiling blood and they think that you're not, like, sinking enough... They will shoot arrows at you. Oh, a horseman will be like, no. Yeah. Stay. Yes. Okay. So if you like float to the top, they shoot arrows. So it's like, do you want to get shot or do you want to like just let yourself drown in like the blood? boil in blood forever. So that's if you are, if you hurt other people. Sure. If you hurt yourself, which we... Apparently is worse? Well, because that's like the ultimate sin, according to the Bible. Is it's committing suicide. not the ultimate, because apparently it's not the worst, right? Well, not according to this, I guess. Mm-hmm. But just whatever. Just shooting. It's cent- bad enough. Listen, I'm a centaur shooting holes in your theories. That's all. <laughs> so, okay. Anyway, middle ring. <laughs> if you uh, if you are violence towards yourself. Sure. Um, this is they put you in the wood of suicides, which I'm we don't need to make funny, but I'm just I'm just Christ. reading okay. reading the notes. The wood of the suicides in which the souls of the people who attempt to commit suicide, who have attempted or committed. Oh, my God. I know. And um, so people who have gone through that, this is where you'll end up. I was on circle six, so I'm not too far from you, apparently. Um, But this is where I end up. Yeah, I'm in circle six. You're in circle three. No, I was four. Oh, you were four. Eve was three. Why am I here? You're not here. Oh, I thought you said this is where you'll all end up. This is where they'll end up, apparently. Who? People in the middle ring. Oh, okay. You were looking at me. I'm so confused. You're right across from me. Um, okay. So apparently you turn into trees. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Which seems like the, the least worst Whoa. problem. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. I don't see that. Really... Everyone should turn into trees. I feel like that's like not the worst thing to happen. Oh, wait. Um, you're, you turn into trees that get fed on by harpies. What are harpies? Oh, Christ. Those are those like horrible, like, oh, those. (laughs) So, oh, hideous, hideous clawed birds with the faces of women. I went like this. Thank you. Where's the face of a woman? They're demon birds that are women that like claw you. Okay. Yeah. Here. There it is. Yes. Yes. Thank you, A Eva. blonde? I no. D- did I not make that face? Yes, you made the face of a blonde. Thank No. Um, so, you know what? Shut up. So, um, so that's what happens. The harpies oh, attack the trees. It, it was nice with the trees. It was- I thought it, that's where we were going. I was like, oh, you like turned into yeah. a tree. That's great. It was great for a minute. Um, okay. So, guess not. Okay. Entering. Where apparently... So, I was confused why being violent against God, art, and nature would be like so much worse than like yeah, murdering too. people. Um, but apparently, according to Virgil, um, art is created because of nature and nature is created by God. So art is essentially the grandchild of God. And so if you're being disrespectful or violent towards art, then you're being disrespectful to God's grandchild. (laughs) I think that's not true towards art okay well basically the main reason was that art and nature are the only two legitimate sources of wealth in the 14th century and so they were like if you disrespect either of those then that's you disrespect disrespect capitalism yeah yeah okay got it so this is what happens there there are um 
This is where blasphemers mm-hmm. and sodomites go. Oh, my. So here's what's going on with them. The blasphemers, the ones who are violent against God, they are stretched out on burning sand and they... Oh, and flakes of fire slowly fall from the sky. Slowly, though. And they just have to lie like this and, like, let the flames hit them. But just really slowly. Just really slowly. Isn't it blasphemers, or am I wrong? Blas- I thought it was, like, blasphemy. Blasphemers. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Then the sodomites, who are violent against nature, um, they are literally just told to run in circles on the burning sand for eternity. <laughs> so there's, like, people stretched out with slow flakes of and fire. And the people around you just running Runny. forever. I mean, realistically, if you're going to, like, have to run or lie down forever, which would, would you rather exactly, do? Exactly. Exactly. And then the usurers. Is that a real word? Usurers? Usurers? They are the people who are violent against art. Spell it. U-S-U-R-E-R-S. Uh, usurers? Usurers? Okay. Well, this is what's going on with them. They are violent against art, and they are literally just crouched and weeping the entire time on the burning sand. <laughs> oh, no. So it's like, would you rather run, lie down, or cry? I feel like whoever's running this place is just, like, also in hell, because they're like, fuck this. I just have all these people crying and weeping for eternity, and I have to monitor them. <laughs> that just sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, I wonder how they're getting paid to monitor all this. Awful. Um, okay. So now, that's the seventh circle of hell. If you're violent towards anyone, that's what's going to happen to you. Great. Um, eighth circle of hell is fraud. Oh, eighth, my. The eighth circle of hell is also the messiest because there's ten ditches. <laughs> so here's the thing. The eighth circle is called the Malabolga, mm. which means evil ditches. And it's shaped like an amphitheater, but divided into ten chunks. Jesus. Um, with a bunch of bridges between them. So you can walk between each of the ditches. Well, that's nice. But each ditch causes its own um, hellish punishment. So, blah, 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 blah. So I want to make sure that I get all these right. Okay, there's ten ditches, like I said, and the guard is, his name is Gurion, and he is a, quote, winged monster with the general shape of a reptile dragon. <laughs> the general. The general, you know. Just you average. know how they're so versatile. Yeah, it's just the average. Um, but he has the tail of a scorpion. Oh, sure. He has hairy arms, mm. uh, a reptilian body, and the face of an honest man. <laughs> <laughs> what? Which, with a body like that, there's nothing honest about him. But <laughs> I'll move on. That's how I see men all together. I'm, I'm just like, sorry, Ooh. what? Uh, so. Okay. So he guards the place. Sure. Not many people get through him, I think. So he's like a winner. Like, you're like, oh... He was like the jock in high school. It's like, God damn it. He's just going to win again. He's just the guy where you're like, listen, I'll marry him and my life will be fine. It'll it's be like good. if I saw him at a bar, I'd be like, look, buddy, I don't want any trouble. I just want to get my drink and leave. Please leave me alone. Look, buddy. <laughs> look, buddy. <laughs> look, Gary on. OK, so here are the 10 ditches. I'm into it. Let's and go. once again, they're each for different sins. So. If you are a panderer or a seducer, mm. you are in ditch number one. Uh-oh. Uh, here you make, uh, the panderers and the seducers make two lines each, like they, panderers, seducers, and they march for eternity while being whipped by horned demons. <laughs> so that's just That doesn't seem as creative. One. I feel like. I feel like they're really like, they're not. They're like the hornets in the beginning. Like then. they're getting bored. They're getting bored. At here. least the people in the beginning had to run. That's pretty fucking awful. These yeah, now they just, just march. Walking. 
So then uh, ditch two are the flatterers. Mm. They are steeped in human excrement. Oh, dear. And they are forced to fight each other. I think in one of them. Um, I'm pretty sure they're just like, yeah, in Eva's one, that she was also getting rained on by human excrement. Yeah, in this one, they're just sitting in it, which is worse. And fighting each other, though. Yeah. Yikes. Okay, so here are the Simoniacs. They buy and sell religious favors. <gasps> so, like, pardons and stuff like that. Oh, the, 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 what's the word with the eye? Idiots? Yeah. No. The one where they would sell uh, things where they'd be like, oh, God, we'll forgive you if you buy this from the Catholic Church. Oh, shit. Sorry, guys. Cat. Why did you do this? It's going to drive me crazy. It's fine. Someone's going to scream it at me on Twitter. I'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. Well, those people. Just know that I know the word and I'm just drinking too much wine. Indulgence. Thank you, Eva. God, indulgence. This is why we have Eva. Indulgences. If you sell indulgences, it was like what the Catholic Church did back then and they would like charge enormous amounts of money for people to be like you won't get to heaven unless you buy this indulgence well then that is ditch three of the eight circle That's of hell they are and guess what happens to them they are placed upside down head first into holes with flames burning the soles of their feet okay and the heat of the fire is proportionate to their amount of guilt sure i imagine that that is specifically exactly what they deserve right yes then um ditch number four obviously sorcerers sure thing obviously sorcerers let me just double check here oh yes this is a good one okay so sorcerers does not just mean witches it also means um like fortune tellers psychics anyone that so us this is realistically where we're gonna end up this is actually us their heads are twisted around on their bodies oh my that way they are compelled to walk backwards for eternity so they cannot try to cheat God and see too far into the future again. Oh, so they actually believe that they can see. It's like another symbolism thing. Oh. So then ditch number five are barriers. Barriers? Corrupt politicians. Sure. Um, I mean, we all knew they, they would get here, so. <laughs> um, they're immersed in a lake of boiling tar. Which is guarded by demons that are named Evil Claws. Cute. Um, they are torn to pieces with Evil Claws' claws and grappling hooks. Mm. That's all. They just have to sit in boiling tar for the rest of their life as a demon tries to tear yeah, them just apart. Get clawed. Ditch number six are hypocrites. Um, they walk around a narrow track weighted down by lead robes. Okay. Okay. Lead robes. Got it. Um, and actually one of the people that apparently Dante saw here was the high priest that advised that we crucify Jesus, <gasps> but he has a very specific punishment here where instead of having to walk around with everyone in a robe made of lead, he himself is crucified to the floor <gasps> by three large stakes and everyone is walking on top of him to the floor. So imagine people with heavy lead robes walking on top of you forever while you're crucified. It's not Pontius Pilate, is it? Mm-mm. Oh. No. I don't remember. I didn't write it down. Kaikiaphus? Ki- okay, never mind. I'm know. not religious, guys. Please well, don't, don't even I say... Mean, clearly, I am, and I don't even know. Okay. So, ditch number seven uh-huh. are for thieves, where you are bitten by snakes and lizards who will curl, curl themselves around you, um... And then once you have been bitten, you will explode into flames and then rise from the ashes where they bite you again. <laughs> what? 
Then ditch number eight or for fraud, where basically you are literally just inside a giant flame and burning alive forever. They're like running out of ideas. I think so. (laughs) It's like their wife was like, dinner's ready. And they were like, okay, I got to write. I got to finish this up. Uh, Just like put them on fire. It's fine. (laughs) Um, So the next one is Sours of Discord. Mm, What the fuck? This one's interesting. They These people are hacked and mutilated for all eternity by a large demon wielding a bloody sword. And they must drag their bodies around in a ditch trying to heal. And once they are healed, the demon will then recut open the wounds. Oh my god! So they have to like keep reliving the same torn open wounds. That's the most fucked up thing I ever heard. So some of them have their tongues cut out. And when it's finally scarred over, they just cut more of the tongue off. Some people's eyes are gouged out and they'll just keep stabbing them in the sockets. And some people apparently are carrying their own decapitated heads. Um, uh, healing every wound continually heal and reopen. Uh-uh. The last ditch right. of the eighth circle of hell sure. is for falsifiers. Any version of anyone who's like relatively lied. And just as they were, this is the allegory part, just as they were a disease on society, they are now each afflicted with a different type of disease. So, but it ranges all the way from like a cancer to um, a stomach thing to thirst, like immense thirst where you think you're going to die. Rabies. Um, And they uh, all just have to attack each other and just live like that for the rest of their life. They also are compelled to have to... um, like, they can't stop scratching their skin until their skin comes off. Uh, okay. 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 Sure. So then, now we're at the ninth circle of hell. Oh, God. Which is also known as the pit of hell. I'm there. Okay. So, the ninth layer of hell is for treachery. Okay. And so this is divided into four regions of the pit of hell. Right. Um... So this has four chunks. And this is, again, based on how serious the the sin was, is how tough it gets. But the fun fact about the pit of hell, because when you think of hell, you think of fire. But the ninth circle of hell is all made of ice. Whoa. It's like Greenland and Iceland. Yes. This is actually Greenland. <laughs> um, so there's a frozen icy lake called Cocytus. Okay. Cocytus. I don't know. Who cares? Um, uh, Maybe Satan. Who cares? I mean. Um, And then, okay, so they're in a frozen icy lake. And then each of the four, um, like, levels of your sin, based on how bad your sin is, is how deep in the ice you are. Oh. So, and also each um, region is named after one of the uh, famous people who actually did this sin. So <clears throat> round one is called Cana, which is named after Cain, who killed his own brother. Yes. Um, and this is for traitors or people who betray their family. Okay. And here they are almost submerged into the ice water and they have their necks and heads out of the ice and are allowed to bow their heads to protect them from the wind. Well, that's nice. So that's the best that they get. Okay. And that's the best that it does get. Then the next one is called Antonora. Okay. After Antinor, who was a Trojan soldier who betrayed the city of the Greeks. Uh-oh. Um, because this is for people who betray their community. So, so that's worse than betraying your family. Yeah. So there's betrayal of family, betrayal of community, betrayal of guests, which I don't understand. And then uh, betrayal of God. Oh, okay. So um, 
the Antonora. So he betrayed for people who betray their community or their country or anything like that, like treason, basically. They have uh, instead of having their necks available so they can bow their heads, they only have their heads above ice, but they can't bend their necks. They have to deal with the windshield. Okay. Also, they have to eat each other if they want to survive. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. You know how it is. That's specific. So then round three is uh, Ptolemy, named after Ptolemy, who mm-hmm. invited his father-in-law and sons to over and then killed them. Right. So betrayal to your guests. And these people have to lie on their backs on top of the ice um, while they're or not on top of the ice, but like basically they're floating in the water. And the only thing like they're looking up, but still frozen in the water. You oh, know what I mean? OK. Yes, yes. They're on the surface. Like their face and their toes are revealed. Basically. Oh, I see. So they're and the rest of the merged, yes, except for their face Correct. and toes. Um, and this allows them to cry, but <gasps> oh, the tears, but the tears freeze on their face, and they can't wipe it out because their hands are under the ice. So they can't even blink, and they can't even cry. What in the fuck? And then one of the souls that Dante crossed here um, said that. Even if you are still alive after you sin, your soul has actually already died and a demon hasn't taken over your body. So, like, even if you have committed a sin and you think you're alive, your soul has already actually gone to whatever circle of hell you're going to end up at. Even if your living body is still living, it's just inhabited by a demon. So he said, like, I committed a sin and my body and my soul came down here and I've been here ever since. But my body died 10 years later. I just wasn't in control of it. So that's a fun little theory. Okay. Um, okay. So the last round of the last circle of hell sure. is called Judaica. Okay. Named after Judas. Judas. And so this is a betrayal to God where in this area, it is completely silent and all of the sinners are fully encapsulated in ice, distorted, twisted in every conceivable position and cannot even speak. Just have to stare into ice for eternity. <laughs> So, that's all of the circles of hell, uh, regions of hell, all 24. But what happens at the end, spoiler alert, it's a wild time. It's really not. <laughs> not after that. So um, It's been a wild time. Anyway, Dante and Virgil, they make their way through all nine circles of hell. They reach the center of hell. And here they meet Satan himself. Oh, man. After the last realm of hell. Um, and Satan is described as a three-headed beast with six bat-like wings made of leather. Gross. He Yuck. weeps from his six eyes. Mm. And his tears are made of a mixture of bloody froth and pus from the sinners as they pour down his three chins. What? He his also three chins? He also, well, he has three heads. Oh, I thought so it meant. So six eyes, he was three just chins. real fat. <laughs> All the way down his double chin. Like not double chin, but triple chin. <laughs> Got it. So he, um, in each of his mouths, he is chewing for eternity the three ultimate sinners, Brutus, Cassius, and Judas. Wow. And Judas has a particularly bad chewing in his mouth. I, okay. So <laughs> Texture? anyway. No, so Brutus is being chewed on, Cassius is being chewed on another mouth, and then in the center mouth is Judas, but Judas is getting chewed even harder than everyone else, because he's the ultimate, ultimate sinner, and uh, he's being gnawed on while Lucifer is also flaying him around from left to right, so his body is, like, 
getting broken left and right and um lucifer is clawing and shredding him to pieces over and over again for eternity cute okay um fun fact all interpretations of the three faces of satan um have to do with the perversion of the trinity because Mm. satan is impotent ignorant and full of hate which are all in contrast to god being all powerful all knowing and all loving there are also thoughts that the three faces because one of them is red one of them is yellow one of them is black and it's supposed to be like the main original colors of people those are the colors of germany oh okay so he's also (laughs) german makes sense where's hitler in this no he never got mentioned no also he wasn't around the 14th century so where do we think he ended up let's talk about it later and irons are down there together okay good um, okay, so last bullet, um, Virgil and Dante. This is also how you know I got this from fucking Spark Notes because even I don't know what this means. I just decided to throw it in and see what just other people go thought. Go for it. I'm just going to read it as is. Virgil and Dante begin their escape from hell by clambering down Satan's ragged fur, feet first, and when they reach Satan's genitalia, the poets pass through the center of the universe and emerge a little before dawn on the morning of Easter Sunday. 1300 AD. This sounds like a weird, bad screenplay that Eva had to read while she was like... Satan's genitalia. Happy Easter. <laughs> like helping a, a screenplay competition in Los Angeles. Like, <laughs> no. <Yep. laughs> like, read the logline. No, this is not... Where's the center of the universe? Oh, it's through Satan's dick. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. And then it's Easter morning. But it's not a comedy. It's a drama. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, so I know that was long. I'm sorry, no. everyone. But wow, was it good. Wow, was it an adventure. It was informative. I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about Eva, too. I like to think everyone at least kind of figured out where they're ending up. Because no one who listens to this is going to heaven. I I hope we know that. I hope we can all agree we're at least getting rained on by some excrement. But guys, um, 50 years from now, Facebook meetup, um, Seventh Circle of Hell. (laughs) We're all going to be there, BYOB. (sighs) And that's that. As long as I'm allowed to BYOB, I don't really mind where. Well, Eva's going to BYRB, so BYOB. Okay. All right. She's, B-O-O-B. She's in the easiest version of Boob. hell. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. All right. Let's just have me stop talking. Your I'm, turn. I'm turning the fan down. Okay. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. I know I've talked about it before, but we received the most lovely gift basket from Funlove. First of all, I didn't know what it was at first, and then when I pulled out a vibrator, I thought, oh boy, this is not your everyday fruit basket. There was everything, I'm telling you, from sexy perfumes to toys to vibrators to lube. I mean, I gotta say, it's like a one-stop shop, okay? If you go to funlove.com and you're looking for maybe a romantic evening, either with a loved one or with yourself, they've got what you're looking for, I can promise you. So what are you waiting for? Explore, discover, indulge, and make love fun by visiting funlove.com. And if you live in Arizona or Colorado, check out one of their 18 store locations. Hey, maybe I'll stop by when I'm in town. And for a limited time, you can save 30% off your first order when you use the code DRINK at funlove.com. Head to funlove.com today and use code DRINK at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today. 
This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. If you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue, then get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course. Start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com slash drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Eva, how did you feel about that? What's your, what's your takeaway? <laughs> Personally, publicly? You know, it made me feel like I didn't listen very closely to school. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if that's what they taught in church? All of a sudden, I'd be like, oh, we're going to church all the time. Dude, that is what they teach. Oh, I don't really want to go to church. Well, in Catholic shit, when you're a child, they're like, by the way, Satan will fucking... Do all of those things too. Scratch your skin off until you die. Like, truly, that is what you learn as a child in Catholic school. Or if you live in Germany, where they give you fucking children's books about scissor hands. That is also accurate, yes. Okay. They're like, we'll cut your thumbs off if you don't pay attention in school. And it's like, well then, <laughs> guess well, I cut gotta. away, bitch. <laughs> guess I gotta. Okay. Let's talk about my story. Okay. I feel like we got a like a double feature from you because we definitely yeah I kind of went on a little little rampage. There. We know you like your rampage. It's okay. But here's the thing, I as you can tell had a really hard time focusing on anything else this week besides Golden State Killer, right? So uh, I went ahead and I, I had trouble finding a case where I was like I just want to cover this. Like I had trouble finding something that I felt like I could put as much energy toward as. Got it. Researching Golden State Killer. So what I did was I was researching cold cases and I found a cold case that was solved yesterday. Shut the fuck up. Alongside Golden State Killer. And of course it got no attention. No attention. (laughs) Exactly. And that's why I wanted to do it because I was like, it it deserves some attention even though it wasn't as high profile. Right. Okay. So that's what I'm going to do. Cool. And it is the murder of Mandy Steingasser. All right. So... Let's go back to September 1993. Travel back. My brother was born that month. I was one. Almost 25 years ago. Uh, We're in Tonawanda, New York. And Mandy Steingasser was a 17-year-old high school senior. She was happy-go-lucky. She was really, like, popular and fun and quirky. She loved animals. She was really close with her family. She loved to party with her friends. And after a night out drinking and partying on September 19th of 1993, Mandy vanished. And nobody knew where she had gone. Nobody could find her. They spent weeks searching uh, with no luck. The night of the party, when police looked into it, the she and her friends had gotten an older friend to buy them bottles of whiskey and rum. They went to a house party and then a rock and roll bar in Buffalo. <laughs> Sounds like... Rock and time. A rock and time. Uh, where they were turned away for being underage, so womp. <laughs> uh, but that's the last of any that's the last anyone knew of Mandy's activities that night. 
almost five weeks later. So we're talking like a month and a half later. Uh, she still hadn't been found. People were still searching. And then that week, two young men who were out looking for mushrooms. Neat. <laughs> Neat. Uh, in Lewiston's Bond Lake Park in New York, found the body of a young woman uh, in the lake or near the lake. Uh, someone had strangled her and fractured her skull in two places. And the area was actually known as Dead Man's Path because it had been home to several other attacks throughout oh, the years. Oh, no. Yeah, not a good sign. Um, a 16 and a 12-year-old girl had both died there, been attacked there. Mm-mm. Yeah, in previous years. So that's pretty bananas. Um, so police immediately suspected Mandy's classmate, whose name was Joe Belstat, and he was the last person that Mandy was actually seen alive with. So about 1.20 a.m. on September 20th, the night of the party, uh, Mandy got into a car at Oliver Street and Fifth Avenue with an 18-year-old male student from her high school, um, and his name was Joe Belstat. Joe insisted to police that Mandy was only in his car briefly and said he dropped her off a few blocks away. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, like, theories were all over the place. No one knew what happened. I mean, she was 17 years old and her classmates, like, didn't know where she was. And then all of a sudden she would turn up not only dead but murdered. So right, right. everyone at school was throwing around, like, theories. The I'm, I was reading an article where the counselors were like, yeah, we were just constantly like we spent the entire year just trying to help students like cope um that's really sad it really fucked up really sad her family was obviously devastated her friends were going to school every day like not only knowing that their friend was murdered but also wondering if their class like like one of their classmates did it yeah like which of their classmates had done it or like if one of their classmates had done it um and essentially everyone was paranoid and no one had real answers but the police the whole time were convinced it was Joe, this classmate that multiple witnesses had seen putting her in his car. And that, oh, was, okay. that was the last that anyone had seen her alive. <clears throat> Excuse me. So unfortunately, they didn't have enough evidence to bolster their case. So they just needed to work on collecting enough evidence against him. Um, for almost 25 years, he was the prime suspect, but they could never quite pin him down. Um, so among the evidence that they did have, so they had, like I said, the witnesses who saw them together hours before she disappeared. Uh, he admitted that she had been in his car, Mm -hmm. but he said he dropped her off a few blocks away. He claimed that after she had gotten into his car, she changed her mind about going with him, asked to be dropped off. So he dropped her off at a nearby church four blocks away. That was his story. That's awesome. It's awesome. I'm I'm just kidding. I was like, just wanted to see if something happened. (laughs) Great. It's really awesome. Um, But police believe he had taken her to a local lover's lane where things got out of hand and then he murdered her. Um, That's awesome. Also, it's it's not. Is that a new catchphrase? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. That's our new catchphrase. I just wanted to see if it would stick. It's it's doing it for the worst now. Not work. Not what we need to do. That's awesome. It's, it, do you, yeah, I don't know. It's not working. No. Okay. Not yet. We'll, we'll try something else. Okay. Keep, keep, keep them rolling. Keep workshopping it. Okay. Just shop it. Just shop I it a little bit. I think you need to shop it a little more. 
Okay. You'll get there. Okay. I'll come up with a catchphrase eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just write that down. We'll work on it. You'll write it down. You'll write that down. Uh, so uh, he said he dropped her off at a church, but police thought he took her to Lover's Lane and murdered her. So uh, also police had witnesses who saw Joe cleaning his car at a coin operated car wash at two in the morning mm-hmm. that night, basically within the hour that they believe uh, Manny's body had been dropped off at the muddy part of the convenient. lake. Very convenient. But Joe continued to insist it wasn't him. And according to police, Joe asked his friends to lie about his whereabouts after he picked up Mandy and told his friends to tell the police that he had been in Canada. <laughs> so they did. They oh. T- yeah, they lied for him. They told police, at least two out of the three told police that Joe had been in Canada after uh, he had picked up Mandy in his car. But the second police were like, hey, by the way, this is a murder investigation. Mm-hmm. All of them were like, okay, fuck this. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> we don't want to be involved. Like Our friendship only runs so deep. Totally. Send him to the eighth it's layer. Like, oh, of- I didn't mean Canada. I meant he was at the crime scene. <laughs> I meant he was outside a muddy lake. Is that <laughs> same thing? <laughs> yeah. So basically, they all caved under police pressure. Um and they actually told police that they had seen their friend Joe coming back from the car wash, having washed his car inside and out between 2 and 2.30 a.m. that night after Mandy went missing. Convenient. Convenient. Joe told police that he had dropped Mandy off with a person, an individual, at the church. Okay. But when he described the person, police were like, oh, the- he basically made up a composite of people he knew into one person. <laughs> Okay. And was like, oh, that's the guy. Like, just combine, like, Like, brownish, greenish, bluish eyes. Totally. And was like, oh, you wore, like, (laughs) sports clothes. Whatever. Like, he combined qualities of people he actually knew. Like, he has skin and hair. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And he spoke a language. Oh, my God, I know that guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they were like, this is not verifiable in any sort of way. Um, So... Joe also failed two lie detector tests. One was administered by state police and another was administered by the FBI. Uh, And he failed both of them. Uh, Authorities said he walked out of a police office during the first polygraph test because he was upset by the tone of the questioning. Mm. Don't you hate it when they get you there? Sassy. During the second test, uh, a polygraph operator felt the subject gave untruthful answers to two questions. These are the questions that they felt Joe lied about. Question one, are you involved in the disappearance of Mandy? And are you withholding any information? Joe answered no to both questions. Mm-hmm. And those were the two questions that both times showed as lies. Gotcha. But all of the above was circumstantial. Polygraphs don't count. Great. You know. That's uh, awesome. People saying, I saw him at the car wash doesn't count. Like, the DA was never going to move forward with this case. So they just didn't have anything. And they spent decades trying to pin him down, and they just weren't able to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so different from the Golden State Killer case, like, they had no idea who it could possibly be. In this one, they were like, we know who it is. We just can't find the evidence. Right, right, we right. can't pin him down. Um, so they never stopped looking into him. They never closed the case because they knew who their suspect was. 
Um, and Joe himself told, which by the way, he had the same name as Golden State Killer Joe. Joseph, just just saying, just saying, wasn't even on purpose. If your name's Joseph, I'm I'm weary of you. You got wary. Yeah, wary. Okay, what's happening? You said weary. No, oh, well, we also know I say zipper cooter, so <laughs> sorry. No surprise there. Sorry. Listen, I just slur my words, and I'm fucking sober all the time. English isn't my first language, so who you am get I, it? Who am I to say what is correct or what is not? I don't know. You could be also we're very. I'm weary of him as well. Okay. Okay. So this guy Joe Joseph, he told Buffalo News in 2016, "Quote, this is great." Fab. Ready. I don't want them to stop investigating. I want them to find out who did this, but it wasn't me. As long as they keep looking at me as a suspect, they're never going to find out who did it because it wasn't me. The former classmate, Joe, spent time in prison in the late 1990s after he was convicted of stealing and burning a car. Oh, I did that. Yeah. Everyone does. It's just teenage years. What level of hell does that send you to, though? Mm. Car arson. Carson? <laughs> Carson. Yeah. Yep. I mean, really at that point it's like a it's like a pick your own kind of game. Oh. I want the one where I'm lying down and not moving. Yeah, you're just like flakes of fire. It's fine. Falling. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I want. Okay, me too. Jokes on him, I'm into that. Ha, so. Ha, 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 ha. Um so he spent time for Carson. Mhm. Uh he Currently lives in the Buffalo area, has a family of his own, kids, wife, etc. He said, quote, was I a screw up back in the day? Yes, <laughs> I was. But I never did anything on this order. I have a beautiful wife and young kids of my own. I have a good job. These investigations, all these years, I've been through pure hell over this. I'm not the guy they make me out to be. Pure hell? Like pure, like ninth circle kind ninth, of pure? Ninth circle, like judas level contorted body he's in satan's center mouth (laughs) wow (laughs) yes that's rare (laughs) satan is crying blood and pus all over him pus into his contorted body he's experienced it he's saying he's been there so i'm gonna have to believe him he's saying other people put him through it he didn't even do it himself but the only way he's here today is because he climbed down satan's genitals and got to the center of the universe (laughs) And now here we are. And you know what? It wasn't even because he denied God. It was like he did nothing wrong. I mean, it wasn't even a big deal. He's just being a baby. The rest of the world did it to him. Mm-hmm. So sad. Mm-hmm. That's how it always goes. Yes. It's never anyone's fault except everyone else's. Here's the thing. He was lying. <gasps> I know. Who to thunk? I know. Who to thunk? What's the level for liars? There's like an early level for liars. It's something about maggots. Oh, right. There's, like, maggots and, like, um, maybe excrement. Right. Raining. I mean, Eva, you know more about excrement than we do, so. She's the expert on excrement. She's the expert. Excrement expert. Excrepert. Nope. Why wasn't that on your resume, Eva? Excrement expert. You're fired. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Let's go on. About five months ago from today. Wow. So this happened in... 1993. About five months ago, prosecutors reopened the case to take another look at the evidence. Um, They had more sophisticated DNA technology, obviously, so they were like, we want to reopen the case and look at the the evidence again. 
um, with new technology. Yesterday, April 25th, 2018, same day Golden State Killer was arrested thanks to forensic testing. Police arrested Joseph H. Belstat outside his home in Tonawanda on his 43rd birthday. Wow. For the murder of Mandy. Happy birthday. Happy fucking you birthday. You got what you deserved. Guess what? Euron's Golden State Killer just started celebrating his retirement last week. Ugh. Happy fucking retirement. Happy retirement. Happy what are you re- going to do with all the time off? I'm going to hang out with this motherfucker in the ninth circle of hell is what they're going to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he was arrested about 6, 10 p.m. Tuesday by officers. They approached his car as he returned home from work as a tow truck driver. Um, he apparently rolled up his windows and locked the car doors as they were coming to arrest him. <laughs> this won't get them. <laughs> they l- he literally closed the windows and locked the doors and just sat there. And apparently they had so to... Like, they'll go away. They'll knock on the window a little <laughs> bit like, and they'll just head out. It's like that little kid thing of like, if I cover my eyes, they can't see me. Right. Yeah. yeah. So apparently they had to tell him it doesn't matter whether you close your windows. They literally said... It would make no difference whether or not your windows are open or closed or your doors are locked to your arrest. Like, it's not going to... Next time, like, Satan's at my door, (laughs) I'm just going to roll the window up. Just like... I'm just going to be like, no, you can't... I can't... I can't actually get to the icy pond right now. (laughs) My windows are closed. I can't put my face in the pond. Yeah. I actually can't eat the other people around me because my <laughs> doors are locked. So try. Good luck getting some maggots in here because yeah. waterproof. Don't even think about it, bucko. My Ford has waterproof windows. <laughs> my Subaru <laughs> does a whole lot of damage. Let me tell you right now, don't even take another step. They literally, they literally had to tell him it would make no difference whether or not. To whether or not he was arrested, whether his windows were open or closed. So finally he was like, okay, I guess I'll unlock my fucking car door. And they were like, thanks. Uh, <laughs> what a weird exchange. What a weird fucking it's like a, a, moment. Like a hallway conversation in school. Like, okay, thank you. Like, it's like very odd. It's like, or like a bad date. I guess arrest me if you have to. <laughs> I tried to avoid it in the most awkward way possible, but okay. Uh, yeah. So... The assistant public defender, his name is Dominic H. Saracino, and he's the one who's defending Belstat in court. So he appeared with Belstat in court, and he said that, um, so his argument is that Belstat received a letter six or seven months ago telling him that they were reopening the case. And he's like, listen, if he did it, he would have run. And he didn't run. And he's still here. So weird. So that's his argument. Well, good argument, I guess. Not. But not, really, because he's lived in the same place. Well, so the Eurons. 30 plus years. Thank you. Exactly. Exactly. Good point. So he said he didn't run. He stayed here. And that's like his only argument. He has no other argument as to like why he's innocent. Um, So the... A retired North Tonawanda detective chief named Gabe DiBernardo... um, who had called the Steingasser murder the most frustrating and upsetting case of his more than 35-year career, said uh, this was one of the happiest moments of his entire life. He said, for years I've prayed for this, 
Every night I would pray for my own two daughters and then say a prayer for Mandy. I knew this beautiful little girl. I knew her family. Her father was my friend for 50 years. And the family was like a, a really close family friend of his. The daughter, he said, uh, I watched a video on like a local news site in Buffalo. And he said um, that Mandy was like a daughter to him too. Like it was like his mm -hmm. own daughter. He was that close with her father and the family. So he said every night he would pray that this would get figured out. And now he's been retired since 1998. And 20 years later, it's finally been solved. So this is like a huge moment for him and the whole department. He said he knew the dad, Richard Steingaster, for more than 50 years um, and was friends with him. But unfortunately, Richard, uh, Mandy's father, died last year at the age of 70. So he wasn't alive to see. That sucks. Yeah. The capture of her murder. She had no brothers or sisters. Um, so her mother, Lorraine, is still alive and is the only surviving member of her immediate family mm. uh, and still lives in the same home where they grew up, where Mandy grew up. Which is just very, <sighs> very sad. Yeah. Just very sad. She had no brothers, sisters. Um, they, she didn't respond to any uh, questioning about this. She was just like, I need space and I want to be alone. And fair for obvious reasons. Um, and DiBernardo, the investigator, said, I feel so bad because I always promised Richard and his wife that we would find out who did this. But Richard didn't survive to see the arrest of her killer which is just really tragic. Um, but Belstat, Joe Belstat pleaded not guilty on Wednesday afternoon to the one count indictment before Niagara County judge, Sarah Sheldon, who set his bail at $250,000 cash and scheduled his trial to begin September 10th of this year. Wow. So same day as golden state, same day as fucking Cosby people are getting locked down i guess we're like i mean if we're learning anything it's that if there's a killer on the list like look in town clearly he like lives right here look next door <laughs> man yeah someone on our fucking instagram i posted a photo of like oh i can't stop talking about whatever golden mm -hmm. state killer someone posted he lives on my street and i was like what, what? but like people truly that's it's such a personal home so scary home hitting thing anyway so that's this, i just felt like i know this is not going to get ever, any coverage because golden state killer right. is happening the same day so i wanted to find something that was like well she also deserves some justice of like recognition totally, like totally so that's what we're here for we're just saints actually that <laughs> christine the saint we're not going to any realm of hell <laughs> what are the realms of heaven because i'm going to that one. Oh, that one there's actually just a river of the purest wonderful aged wine cabernet there's some gummy bears yes oh right. that's all you need yeah that's really all i, I need my long-legged woman who likes steak <laughs> She brings you steak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. Um, That's all I got, man. That was a wild trip for me. It's all been a wild time. Wow. Uh, all right. Well, thank you guys for uh, listening, I guess, if you're still here. I'm fired up. Um, Do you want to tell them where they can find us? Yeah. <laughs> okay. If I remember. All right. So check us out on social media. We're at ATWWD Podcast. Uh, you can email us at, and that's why we drink at gmail.com. Um, Eva's now helping us with emails, so say hi to her too. 
uh, you can send our, your listener stories there. We do a listener episode every month. Um, we're doing one coming up on the 1st of May, which is this upcoming Tuesday. Uh, we have a wine and crime episode releasing that same day. You can also check out our shop at, and that's where you drink dot You can donate to our Patreon at ATWWD podcast. And is that it? I'm, I'm trying. Some. We have our website. Oh, right. at That's why we drink.com. That's a thing. Um, we're going to crime con and it's your last chance to use our code ATWWD for 10% off your badge come meet us we're going to be there doing a live show our first live show we have a live show at 2:15, and then on saturday we have a meetup in nashville in nashville um it's going to be a big party because there's a whole lot of people that have said that they're coming so we want to meet all of you um and our moms do too oh yeah and then we've got our live show we've got both of our live shows already sold out um Yep. In May and June, we don't have any updates for other live shows yet, but stay tuned. We have an update in that we have updates that are coming. We have an update that we things are on the horizon, but we don't we, have details. TBD. 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 TBA. TBA. That's better. Okay. They're being determined, but they're going to be announced. Yes. TBD slash A. Sure, 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 sure. Um, all right. Mm, and I, that's nope. One, two, three. And And that's that's why why we drink. (laughs) In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.